When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning and welcome to hour two of Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything. A great way to start your morning. Thank you, Conan. Thank you. Wow, I can't believe you said that. That's great. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. Yep, that's real sexy. Oh, Dawn. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so glad we got that interview. Wow. I am too, yeah. Mm hmm. We're all having a good time. Show's free. That's right. The show's free. We're not gonna. We're not charging you. Get our app. Tap that app. Oh yeah, you can register it's to free. win a hundred dollars each yeah. weekday and be registered to win ten thousand dollar pick your prize contest. And if we feel like it, we'll actually name the winner. I mean, yes. it's, 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 it's a roll of the dice, if you remember. Yep. Sometime in the 8 o'clock Sometime hour. in the 8 o'clock hour. And definitely after 8.20. Yeah. Whenever the morning show gets to it. Whenever that's Jason when and Alexis remember. That's right. Or me sometimes. <laughs> occasionally. So much going on. So much going on. Florida so and Julie have the same problem at 5.20 when they announce their $100 winner. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. No, no, they don't. Because Grant probably um, sends like a warning flare up for oh, him. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah, something. Yeah. Something. Everybody <laughs> wishes they could be like Grant. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Um, coming up a little bit. Coming up a little bit later, we have uh, the Wednesday edition of "Am I the Ass Hat?" Uh, coming up at seven forty-five, and then part two, "Electric Boogaloo" at the top of the eight o'clock hour. But right now, okay, Lex, you you sent us this, and yes. I'm not. I'm not sure I get it. I okay. think I'm too dumb to get this. Can you explain this Lady Gaga clip? Okay, this is giving me life today. <laughs> so we have Mariah Carey's "I Don't Know Her." Right. Mm -hmm. This is the new I don't know her. So Lady Gaga had an encounter with Caitlyn Jenner at Elton John's AIDS Foundation Oscar viewing party. This was on Sunday night. And I tried to find other angles of this interaction, but there's only one. And if you played it, it well, should we play it? And then I can explain. Okay, here's the interaction. They're on the red carpet. Lady Gaga and Yes. Okay. It's very awkward and, and very not the best. Hear, not yeah. the best audio. Okay, so here's what happens. Over what Caitlyn Jenner asked. Yes. Yeah, so Caitlyn Jenner walks up to Lady Gaga as she's ready to re- walk the red carpet because this AIDS Foundation viewing party, huge deal. They raise millions and millions of dollars, and there's a red carpet, and. 
Caitlyn Jenner walks up to Lady Gaga and says, are you spending time around Malibu anymore? And Lady Gaga says, yes. Caitlyn Jenner says, I haven't seen you at Starbucks in a while. And Lady Gaga, unsure how to answer, says, well, I've I've switched baristas. (laughs) And then she turns away and walks the red carpet. (laughs) Well, I've switched baristas. She says it very, very high class. Well... Switch boosters. <laughs> because Lady Gaga has a problem with some of the anti-trans oh. language that Caitlin, Caitlin uh, ironically okay. has used. That is what um, I thought yeah. the there political. was something else. And it's I felt bad yes. for Caitlyn Jenner because she seemed embarrassed and walked away. But then yeah. I'm like, there must be something else going on here. Like she doesn't recognize that it's Caitlyn Jenner. Or I know that Caitlyn Jenner has been controversial to some people. Yes. yes. For okay. within her own yeah. community, yes. Okay. Yep. Um, and our hypothesis, our theory is uh, Gaga, because she's closely aligned um, and is a strong supporter of the trans community and the LGBTQ plus community, uh, probably has a problem um, yes. with Caitlyn Jenner, Jenner on principle. So I think yeah. she also was thinking, I'm about to walk this red carpet. Caitlyn cannot walk down with me. Yeah. I, do, oh, I don't want that don't situation that to happen. Like, yep. okay, I better get away quick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So I don't know like, her. I, I don't know her. I don't know I her, Switch baristas. <laughs> switch baristas. Have a good summer. Have a good summer. Yes. <laughs> have a new, good summer. Have a good summer. Oh, it's so awkward. It's so shady. It's so funny. Oh, oh thanks. Have a good summer. <laughs> um. Okay. Now, so I didn't understand that. Now I do. And I don't understand a mac and cheese adoption. Oh, well, on John Travolta's Instagram, do you remember in the in memoriam segment that was sort of a mess with the choir and everything in the the middle? Jamie Lee Curtis brought out a puppy, which was like, um, okay, you know, because of Betty White and everything. But it's like if you bring a puppy anywhere it's going to draw more attention than whatever's going on. Yes. Right. And so focus. you're like, oh, puppy. It's like if someone brings a cake into a room, right? Yeah. So um, this little dog needed to be adopted. And John Travolta posted a picture on his Instagram and said, um, Ben has adopted mac and cheese. Ben being his son. It's really cute. I mean, he's, his son looks so excited holding this little dog. And um, oh, that's it was, cute. You know, now I understand. Yeah, and you know everyone's like, "Oh, you're such a good guy. We love that's you, John." What, seeing him up there see. dancing, and I know reunions. for the pulp, fic, pulp, pulp fiction, fiction reunion. You know what? Again, I, he's so invoice has been submitted he to is, the academy. And yeah. I was curious as to if he was still involved in Scientology. So I had a little deep dive yesterday. I'll just oh, quickly tell you. Yeah. I went through some things, and it looks like he was really open about supporting. And you know, when his son Jet died in two thousand nine, yeah. he wow. was like, "This church has lifted me up and been there for me for two years about this." When his wife Kelly Preston got cancer. He took her to get treatment or she received chemotherapy and he went on and on in a lot of interviews about how the doctors were so great at this medical center. That is not a Scientology practice. Uh, 
L. Ron Hubbard was very against chemotherapy and any cancer treatment with traditional medicine. And so he has sold his home in Florida that's very close to his other Scientology friends and like Mm. two minutes from the Scientology Center. And so people feel Uh like he has there's there are rumors and sources say that he's stepped away from the church and probably because they said, oh, no, don't bring Kelly to get cancer treatment. I think that's what happened. And he was like, "Uh, I'm taking her to receive chemotherapy. That was probably a dividing line for him. He hasn't said anything about that, but but that is what people are saying. Thank you, Leslie Stahl. Look Mm. at you doing some 60 minutes investigation. I love it. Hey, Conan, uh, what's coming up next on the show? <laughs> Untreatable yeah. gonorrhea. Oh, perfect. Oh, oh no. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. Untreatable gonorrhea. Also, TV talk. Uh, Lizzo's new show, RuPaul, and an It prequel series. What? It's next. Spring into a new season with a beautiful new smile. And for the best smile, call my friend, Dr. Amy Hughes. She is a five-star rated dentist. Five-star. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Listen to what one review says about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. Dr. Hughes and her team are wonderful. 10 out of 10. My daughter had an excellent experience getting a beautiful enhanced smile with veneers from Dr. Hughes. The entire experience was pleasant and timely. From the initial consultation, regularly checking in throughout the process, and the best part, her new beautiful smile. I jumped on the Google, too, and here's what one client said. Whether you're looking for a couple of veneers, a full mouth reconstruction, or even if you have sleep apnea and want to get rid of your CPAP, Dr. Hughes is who you should go and see. She can help you achieve all of your smile goals and have you feeling more confident than ever. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website, Hughes-Dental.com. While you're on her website, check out the free video consult and be sure to let the team know that Jason told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. It's Munchie Chi, girl doll, boy doll. School time and football fan outfits are each sold separately. Munchie Chi, Munchie Chi, oh so soft and cuddly. With the thumb in her mouth, she's really neat. Chi girl doll and boy doll are each sold separately from Mattel. Da, da, da. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. Da, da, da. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. What, what is this, a taste test? Taste test? I'm in. Oh, could I just try a little sample? Give me a just a bit. Just a taste. It tastes cheesier. Let your taste decide. Jason and Alexis present... TV Taste Test. Give me a taste. taste. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Uh, A little TV taste in here going on. So get your fork and knife and your spoon ready. Uh, We checked out Lizzo's. You've probably seen they're they're doing a lot of advertising, by the way, here in the Twin Cities market for Lizzo's new show on Amazon Prime. Uh, I watched uh, an episode or two. Lex, you did too. What are your thoughts? Obsessed. Is my thoughts. Really? I was supposed to watch some Bridgerton, too, and I didn't even get to it. I, right. I watched four episodes straight. 
you didn't miss anything, but I'll talk oh, about that. Oh, that's good. Really? Oh, see, I was worried about that. I got a few minutes in. I thought, I feel like going back to Lizzo. So I just mm. followed my heart, and that's what I did, because this show is just joy. Yeah. There's 13 women trying out to be part of her big girl squad, and 10 of them make it. And you see their interactions with each other, some history, where they come from. And then they live in this beautiful mansion that uh, Lizzo and the other producers have provided. And you see them basically try out to be part of the team. And that's the, yeah. And it's as simple as that. It is. I mean, it's a great, simple format. And I got to tell you, Lex, I'm right there with you. I, I look, I'm uh, capital O obsessed. I'm not <laughs> fully obsessed. Oh, you're you're a uh, lowercase O. I'm a little. I'm sorry, lowercase O. Yes, I'm a lowercase O. Um, but it is. I agree with you in the. It is just joyful. And you know what? I know this seems obvious. It's Lizzo. Yeah. I, like I like some of the contestants. Yeah, there's some. Yeah. It is Lizzo. Uh, I enjoy her. I like how she's handling the show. I enjoy the simpl- again the simplicity of the format. I like seeing, and I hate this word as far as the contestants are concerned. I do like seeing their journey, and I am very curious because of what Lizzo says early on. I believe in episode one where she's like, "Okay, you guys have may have gotten through this first round, the first round, but this is going to get real hard." This is real hard, and I expect a lot from you. Um, yeah, I, I'm in, I'm into it. Yeah, I'm into it. Well, she has ten spots, and she's like, "Well, I've got ten dancers here, but we might not fill them all with them." So you're right. Every episode, you're kind of like, "Is she going to eliminate someone?" I'm not sure. There's eight episodes total. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm really loving it. Her first live show in two years. And so she's trying to get ready for that. And they have a day countdown, I think, yeah. by episode four. There are 14 days until Bonnaroo in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So the pressure's mm-hmm. on. And it's just really fun. The things that they do, too, that you just uh, about self-love and healing. And and I liked what she, you know, she did a confessional, Lizzo did. And she goes, uh, when she brought the first group into the house that they're staying in. And Lizzo's like, I want them to feel great. I want them, I want this place to be a palace for them because they deserve it. They've all gone through their own struggles and I want them to feel, I want them to be in an environment that matches their, their excellence and, and to see their reaction when they walked in that first time. And, um, I, yeah, I just, I, I enjoy it. It's a, we have it on, it's a, it's a pacer show for us. Um, and I don't really like a lot of Amazon shows. I was realizing that. Out of all the streaming services, the 18, um, that is the one that I... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I go to the least. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I go to it just because of all the free movies that I can watch. It's like, oh, oh it's on Amazon. You know what I mean? Oh, right. Got yeah. it. Got it. I feel it's like essential to have it because of that. This is truly the only show that we're watching on Amazon. Yeah. 
Lizzo. Now, is there a lot of inner fighting with the contestants? Because I'm kind of sick of that. I got to be honest. I haven't gotten as deep as Alexis. Alexis Uh, There's definitely competition. There's some tension, but in general, they don't highlight it to a degree that it becomes annoying. Good. Okay. That's that was my question. Yeah. And there's a few of them, too, that I just. Wow. My criteria for watching this and, and Drag Race and other shows like this is that would I want to be friends with them? And there are three in particular that I'm like, hey, let's be friends, including Lizzo, <laughs> Don't too. Don't be crazy now. I know. It's such a weird, like, why do I think like that? <laughs> well, because a lot of choices to watch. So, yeah. That's true. Um, but well, Ariana, Asia, and Sydney are my favorites right now. So if you are watching, you have favorites, let us know. And speaking of RuPaul, and again, Lizzo on uh, Amazon Prime, if you're looking for that. Lex mentioned RuPaul. Yeah. You know what I'm going to say. I just have a quick thought. <laughs> we don't have to go into this deep. Really. Um, it's like week 27, and there are still like 27 queens. Um, because the queen that got eliminated last week got the damn chocolate bar. Um, the golden chocolate bar. Curious and timing, don't you think? It, uh, yeah. Um, and also, yeah. yeah. Who was it? I don't even remember. It was, um, um, Bosco. Cisco, Bosco, Bosco. Oh, right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you needed to go two well, episodes ago. Oh, I loved the episode because I love Lady Camden and she should have been saltine, but she took the other role and she was amazing. So I was like vindicated, like good. Oh, and then and that, Bosco stayed. And don't you love it when that happens? That has happened a few times on RuPaul. This is what I was thinking. Yes. The the queen that always gets bitchy and is like, I want this role and I'm not going to change my mind. They always fail. Yeah. They always fail. Like, I'm not. I'm putting my foot down this time and I'm not. And I I just need diabetic to go as well. Let's just quit flicking your tongue like you're in Kiss. My God, it's the same thing, oh, the, the same makeup, you sound like Crystal Method, you're flicking your tongue, it's the same, I'm a rock star with the goat hands. Colin has said, <laughs> Diabetti is now officially for him, his least favorite contestant ever. Oh, yeah! Really? I mean, yes, you guys. Lex. Yeah. There's it's, a lot of bad ones. From a lot of bad ones, no. From my hometown, um, and I still, I'm like, no. Yeah. Colin said officially after last week, the worst. Colin has a like a how I am with graffiti and left lane visceral drivers. Reaction. A visceral reaction to I diabetes. hate all the interviews. I'm like, Ugh. oh, I don't want to hear from you. You're so negative. Yeah. The other do you guys watch Untucked, the half hour show after as well? I have not this always. Season. No. Oh gosh. I, I live for that. <laughs> Yeah. I watched it last season, but not this one. Okay, well, it really got into more about Diabetti and also Lady Camden and some of the things that they said behind the scenes uh, when it came to that Bosco and, you know, who gets the role kind okay, of thing. Okay, I'll watch it then. So it became even more just glorious when Lady Camden just got the role she didn't want and just killed it. Yeah. It's just it's just so good to see because you you really do get a taste of how they see each other. So this the untucked is when the queens who have made it or who are safe go in the back and they just kind of kiki talk about what's going on. Yeah. And a lot of stuff is revealed there. Okay. Um, so I just, has it. anyone said to Diabetti, remember you were eliminated the first show, honey. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Not yet, not in the untucked um, 
But yeah, you kind of hope that they would say that. We're screaming it at the TV at the Matheson house, believe me. Thank (laughs) you. Check out listener rewards this month. Get lit with Southern Lights. Enter to win a $1,000 Lighting RX makeover. Plus, we got Caribou and El Burrito Mercado gift cards as well. More information on our website. We'll be back with game time right after this. Lex, remember when you told me about your friends and their marital challenges? Well, do you really want to know how to diagnose and help people? I've got the place for you. St. Mary's University of Minnesota has two graduate programs that are right up your alley. Ooh, you could tell people how to make their marriage better. You know how you always love to help people? Wait, that sounds great. Where did you say this was? Tell me more. St. Mary's University of Minnesota has a Master's of Arts in Marriage and Family Therapy and a Doctor of Psychology in Counseling Psychology. Oh, Doctor of Psychology. That sounds good. Better than that, you'll deepen your understanding and skills in facilitating relational health with a diverse client base. And these programs are student-centered and attentive to the adult learner's needs, preparing students for careers as licensed professional psychologists. The best part of St. Mary's Mary's is their focus on their students. It's all about student success. Their faculty and staff are the people who get to know you and all become your allies on your educational journey. To learn more and connect with them, head to msumn.edu or my talk keyword St. Mary's. It's time to spin the wheel and find out what we're going to play at 730. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis, hour two right here on my talk. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. Okay, here we go. Uh, Let's spin our janky wheel. (laughs) And today we are playing Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Oh, my God. That's right. Okay. Okay. All right. We got this, Dawn. Okay. You do have this. You do. Because it's not just fifth grade questions. It's one through five. Yeah, that's lucky for us. Yeah, yeah. Can we just stick to the first grade? And please keep in mind, because we're not in Florida, we are allowed to say gay. So just when we're answering oh, these questions. Good. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> <laughs> just had to throw that in there. Here we go. The category today, the category right now, fourth grade U.S. geography. Okay. Oh. You guys are lucky. Multiple choice. Oh, thank goodness. Here we go. The lowest elevation in North America is actually at the bottom of what lake? Lake Superior? Lake uh, Ochibi or Crater Lake? (laughs) It's hard to read these. No, it's look at these windows. It's like one of those uh, uh, 3D oh windows. It's hard gosh. to read. That's why I have to have my lights on in here. Weird. I wonder where oh. Lake Ochibi is. Yeah, I no idea. I, we can't look it up because we might see the answer. Um, uh, the elevation Ochibi. Okay, superior. Mm. I, the lowest elevation in North America. Uh, uh, let's say superior. Sure. The bottom of Lake Superior. How gross. Final answer. Aren't they? Wouldn't you Final feel answer? about all the lakes, though, Don? The bottom of any lake? Yeah. Yeah, final answer. Superior. Crater Lake is dry, but. Yeah! You got it right. Yes! You got it right. Lake Superior. Hold on. Is Crater Lake dry? Sorry. Okay, here we go. <laughs> This is also fourth grade. This is fourth grade. 
Okay. U.S. history. Fourth grade U.S. history. Here we go. Okay. During the American Revolutionary War, the Loyalists were more commonly called what name? Oh, there's no... Uh, uh, the Loyalists were... So not not the British. I mean, were they... Patriots. American? The Patriots? Let's do that. That's the one thing that has come into my mind. Do you have anything? Loyalists? <laughs> Wait, I, yeah, let's go with that. Whatever Don just said. Patriots. Patriots? Yeah. Oh, crap. What are they? The Tories. Oh, the Tories. Right. It's been a long Sorry, time since Lex. fourth grade. Oh, you at least had a... <laughs> I was saying Americans. So we are now <laughs> that moving. Doesn't make any sense. We are now moving to third grade. Third grade social studies. Here we go. Okay. Native American Pocahontas okay. died. Died in what country? Oh, Ooh. I think I know this. Okay. Well, she, where did she die? I think Canada. I think it's in North America. Oh wait, Would maybe she she, no, 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 no. Maybe she, I think she went back to England, I or think, no, I think she went back to France. Somewhere in, in Europe, France, France, London. Ooh. I see someone's and underpants. You have said. Oh Ooh, wait, France, England, England. We're going with England. Yeah, go with final England. answer. Yes! England is right. <laughs> England is right. Or Pocahontas, that's right, I remember. Yeah. She um, was miserable. Okay. Now, this should be fun. Alexis, uh, it's third grade art. Third grade uh, okay. art. Okay, here we oh, go. Oh, this is Alexis. I'm relying oh, on No, I just mean art. Alexis Crafty. Here we go. Okay, okay all right. Fill in the blank, ladies. A color wheel displays three primary colors as well as three blank colors. Secondary What? You're going to go with secondary? Three blank When you mix colors? the primaries together? Yeah, sure. Final answer? Oh, man. Tertiary. Complimentary. Oh, complimentary. 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 But you're very oh. close. Very close, Alexis. Yeah. I had a friend in a band named Roy G. Biv, which is mm-hmm. all the colors. Yes, it is. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. We're going to get hard up in here. Fifth grade geography. Okay. Fifth grade geography. Here we go. (sighs) Name one of the Asian countries in which the Gobi Desert is located. Oh, yeah. I know this, I think. The Gobi Desert. Isn't it India? (sighs) Final answer, India. (laughs) Oh, man. We would have accepted China or Mongolia. Oh! What are you thinking? I'm so or Mongolia. smart. Yes. You got to go with your first instinct. I know. So, that's you what know? I did. And my first instinct was usually wrong. Okay, here we go. Well. <laughs> Fifth grade art and music. Oh, gosh. Fifth grade art and music, ladies. Okay. Here we go. And multiple choice, I just found out. Ooh! Appalachian Spring 
is a ballet and orchestral suite composed by which of the following? Leonard Bernstein, Aaron Copeland, or Martha Graham? Martha Graham, Martha Graham. I just watched the birdcage, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Copeland? Yeah. Let's go with that. Final answer. It's Copeland. Okay, now, you know what? We've never done this for the final one. We have a couple seconds here. Okay. Yep, we're going to do this. They have what's called a million-dollar question. So I guess these are really, really hard for fifth graders. Uh So here we go. Here's a million-dollar question. And What is the thickest of Earth's four main layers... Accounting for eighty-four percent of its mass. Mm-hmm. Oh, what are the layers called? The oh. crust, the mantle, and the core. God, oh, yeah, so smart. Dawn, that's Listen, amazing. Dawn, Alexis, did you hear Dawn just yeah. rattle it off like she's amazing? Like she's uh, Bill Nye. Is the feel, core? I think it's the core. Like, yeah, and it's, so it's the middle one. It's like the inside of. Did the... you say the densest though? Because it's liquid. What is the thickest? The th- oh, thickest. thickest. That's, please, that's very important. Thick meaning Bill Nye, the science lady. It's not fluid. Thick or? girl, like my Thickness. butt. Oh, the mantle hmm. then. The thick eighty-four percent. Eighty-four percent. My go love. With whatever you're feeling, Don. I think it's the core. Final answer. Dang it! It was the mantle. Oh, it man. was the mantle. Dawn, always go. I think she can, we get the point. Every I mean, first instinct <laughs> has been right, by the way. FYI, not the Gobi a lesson. Desert. Oh, not the Gobi Desert. And not, yeah. The rest, of, yeah. the rest of them were. There we go. Well, not bad, I guess. No, it's not bad. We oh might gosh. go to sixth grade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but exactly. Hey, I, I would love to stay in first grade, okay? Uh, wouldn't we all? Color seriously. within the lines. <laughs> yeah. We're doing when basic addition. Co- when we come back, it's our Monday and Wednesday sensation. You love it. We love it. America loves it. <laughs> Am yeah. I the asshat? Get ready to chime in when we return. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. Am I wrong? Am I the asshat? Early, my apologies. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. It's time for our Monday and Wednesday sensation. I'm just, uh, I'm just so excited. That's why I pressed the button early. Am I the asshat? This is fun. This is, this is based on the hugely popular Reddit thread, Am I the A-hole? Um, these are real scenarios submitted by real people where we have to judge, all of us, all of you listening in the car, uh, listening to us in your kitchen, who's the butthole, basically? That's, that was the second name we could have called this. Who's the butthole? But, um, okay, uh, who wants to, who has the scenario? Alexa Lulu, you want to yeah, read it? Sure, I've got it? this okay. one, sure. Okay. All right, am I the asshat for wearing the same dress to all of my friends' weddings? Here's what she says. I live in Canada now with my husband, but went to grade school in the States, so most of my clothes are for cold weather only, and I have a small number of dresses, skirts, and warm weather attire. Most of my friends are in the States, in California, and when I'm there, I rotate three dresses, a black one, blue one, and one for the holidays, and a couple of shorts. So I've worn the same blue dress to all of my friends' weddings, and in the latest one, I got an invite 
to her wedding with the message, don't you dare wear that same blue dress. I've been teased by, by my friends for wearing the same thing. I also think the culture in California is to have a large wardrobe since I've never seen my friends wear the same thing twice. <laughs> While I only have a small wardrobe and most of my clothes are for function and for work. She's a civil engineer rather than party since she only goes out a few times a year and it's too cold for dresses normally. She says, am I the asshat for wearing the same dress to all of my friends' weddings? And do I have to buy a new dress for my friend's wedding when she specifically said I can't wear the same one? It's not in bad shape. It's only been worn a dozen times or so. What say you guys? I got to tell you. I don't like the runaway bride kind of thing. Uh, runaway bride as far as like Godzilla. Uh, Bridezilla. Bridezilla. I get it. It's your day, but take it down a notch. I think that's just rude. I think it's a lot of pressure to put on your friends. And I get that it's your day. It's my day. I get that. It's my day, Becky. But if she can't afford it, or I, I mean, I don't know. I think the bride is the, is the behole. Um, I just do. Yeah. I just think to send a message like, don't you dare, unless it was said in jest, don't you dare wear that dress. Well, you know what? I don't know. Um, I, I do know. It sounds like uh, it's. she said that a lot of her friends, they just all make fun of her for you wearing the same dress. Mm-hmm. So if I got a note that said, don't you dare wear that dress, just out of defiance, I would wear it for the rest of my life. <laughs> Yeah. And I would say each year, I still fit in it. Isn't that amazing? And I look great. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. You are not my personal assistant. And now I'm, now this is petty. Mm-hmm. And this is about you and how you feel like you have to spend a bunch of money on your wardrobe. So check out my blue dress. I'm going to wear a brooch on it this time. That's what I'm going to do. Hey. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. Just put a scarf around it. it. Wear different shoes. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. I would love to hear from someone that that thinks the bride is in line, is has the right to say something like that about what their friends are going to wear to their wedding. Lex, what do you think? Mm, wow. I can't I can't read your face. Yeah, I think absolutely the bride is the asshat here. She should just be happy that her friend wants to come to her wedding. From Canada. From Right, where she's not. <laughs> she's, spending, she's not driving. Yeah, she should know that, yeah, these are the dresses that she wears, and she's not big on fashion. And that should be one of the reasons why you love your friend, because she's going her own way and doing her own thing. Just be grateful that she wants to be there. Now, can you say as a bride, I did warn her, but what's the consequence for you? If you, if someone tells me, you're right, Don, I might just go, well, I'm wearing that dress anyway. Or the other option is I'm not coming. Yeah. And do you want your friend there? That's the real question. Lex, I think one of the best decisions I made other than the actual marrying of my husband was we allowed, I hate that word, but we, we said, to our female uh, uh, bridal party, groom party, groomal party. We want black as the color, but wear whatever dress makes you feel pretty. 
whatever dress makes you feel great in that day, that's the way you to go. guys pick. And it was the best decision. It really was. Because then they can wear the dresses again. And- yeah. And Jen wouldn't have come had we not done that. But anyway, uh, let's go. <laughs> I'm just joking. Let's go to line one. <laughs> Who do we have? We have John. Yeah, this is John. Go Hi, ahead, John. John. Hello, Jason. Good morning, Alexis. Oh, Jonathan. Hi. Okay. Hello, this John. Hi. Oh, he got, he got <laughs> through. He got through Trump's uh, wall here. No, okay, stick um, to the yeah. topic. What do you have stick, to say? Stick to the topic, John. <laughs> I'm sticking to the topic. So okay. first off, I think if you have a friend that would tell you not to wear a specific outfit, first off, find new friends. <laughs> yes, John. Yes. John. Okay, Thank Jonathan's you. good. good Jonathan's good. <laughs> and if they tell you you can't come and not wear that dress, Find new friends. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Thank you, Jonathan. And if they don't call you for two years, find new friends. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Thank you for calling. Bye-bye. John, yeah. Jonathan's good today. Jonathan's good. Okay. Great. Let's go to Allison. Hi, Allison. You're on the air with Jason and Alexis. What do you think? <laughs> Who is the asshat? I think that the bride is the asshat, and as somebody who's getting married in October, I would never say that to anybody. I would not tell a single guest, hey, don't wear that because you're coming to celebrate me. Why would I Why would I put that energy out there? Yeah. Yes. Allison, Allison, can I ask you, have you been to a wedding where the bride was out of control? Have you been a part of an out-of-control wedding? Luckily, I have not been a part of a, an out-of-control of wedding. So I have been blessed to have good friends, good mm-hmm. people in my life who have, you know, been just happy that people are there and happy that their day is going the way that they want. And so I have not had to interact with a bridezilla, thankfully. Oh. <laughs> well, well, like well, congratulations. Cool you have cool friends, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Allison. Thank you. Lex, have you been in a wedding with the Bridezilla? You don't have to name names. Have you been involved in a wedding that you were like, ew, this is, she's getting a little. Not at all. No, I'm trying to think if there was any examples. There have been some where there, where there's specific things, whether it's the dress to buy or, Mm -hmm. you know, we're doing a bachelorette party somewhere else but it's always been we were very excited to be a part of it and i was grateful that she just planned it and just told me what to do <laughs> it was Wear like this, all right be great there. i'll bring a gift and i'll be there and we're just gonna have fun um but yeah most i don't have friends like that okay. um and also some people will surprise you too um, when it comes to that, Heather has the best email. She says, I'd RSVP for three. Me, my guest, and my blue dress. <laughs> yes. That is fantastic. Now, we have oh, another scenario, right, Lex? Yes, we, we do. Have another... So, am I the asshat continue? So, don't move from the phone. Don't move from the radio. We have another scenario coming up, plus the dirt alert and more. Uh, Dawn's thoughts on Spencer when we come back.